Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Push the Roll, a low-prep, dialogue-only actual play series that incorporates ideas from our Patreon posse into the game as the story develops. Join up at patreon.com slash to contribute. And enjoy the madness. Is it okay that we practice here? Many already told us it was fine, Blaine. What the fuck? I'm asking the factory, Bonnie. Yes. It's like a leaf blower to power a raft. <laughs> well, that's a really good idea. So the, the factory is speaking in weird metaphor, but I think it was positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. The leaf blower is the sound, I think. The, the, it's the band. We are the leaf blower, but the eternal consciousness is what is blowing the raft up that floats us all through space and time. Oh, I thought the raft was the fan base, like they were contained on the raft. And our music's propelling them to enlightenment. We have like five fans. Well, it's a raft. It's not like a fucking cruise ship. You all just sound like a burst water pipe in the attic right now. Can we please just do some music? <laughs> We're going to make music while Minnie's... We should call 911, I think, and then leave. Bonnie looks absolutely horrified at the idea of calling 911. The cops will come, man. Bonnie, did you kill somebody? No. Bonnie, did you kill Minnie? No. Did you push Minnie? <gasps> did you kill Minnie, Bonnie? Why would you not want to call the cops? You're trying to cover this up? Minnie! Did Bonnie push you? <laughs> like half-used gift cards and a half-punched discount card. What the fuck? <laughs> so she's saying she did push her because people try to push those on me at Christmas. I've seen this in QBasic before. It's when you go through a computer program and you hit the randomizer and it just spits out random shit from a table. I didn't push Minnie. 
She's in the computer. <laughs> don't trust cops. Don't trust anybody who wants to come in and tell you what to do. Or put you in their car. And then say you have to go live in a box for a while because they don't like you. Bonnie speaking manifesto again. <laughs> Bonnie, have you been sleeping on a dog bed inside the TV again? I've never had a TV. They weren't allowed in the commune. Is Minnie breathing, Scott? Oh, uh, yeah. Breathing with like a fountain of blood on every exhale or what? Blaine got a, what, a hard success on the first aid roll? The hardest of success, yes. Hard success is a Van Damme movie. <laughs> you have managed to at least splint the broken bones and made sure that Minnie's breathing okay, but maybe she's got a really bad concussion because suddenly her eyes are unfocused and she doesn't seem to be responding. Or at least it's not her body that's responding, but something around you is. Uh, Blaine, Bonnie, do you remember that time we played sexual healing in the style of industrial music and Minnie went fucking insane? <laughs> what if we did that again to try to get a reaction out of her? Yeah, let's warm her heart with a nice cool island song. We are not <laughs> steely danning this. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to pick up Minnie's body and try to like see if she can move her limbs and things like that? Yeah, open her up like a stuck window. As you try to move her, there are some unfortunate kind of graunching noises coming from her limbs. Okay. D should we drop her off at the entrance to the ER? I've seen that in a movie. Are you comfortable with that, Bonnie? Like abandoning a baby at an orphanage? Or at a church? Uh, your life backstory might be a little richer than mine, Bonnie. Uh, <laughs> I just want to stick with the ER idea, if we could. <laughs> what if we unplug the power? Do you think maybe Minnie would go back into the body of Minnie? I don't think we should take Minnie's body out of here because... Oh, Whatever you want to call it, there's no such thing as a soul is up in there, in the machinery somehow. It might kill her if we take her away. So maybe we turn off the power. I saw a bumper sticker that said drum machines have no soul. And I was like, haha, nobody has a soul fucker, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Minnie, you do get the feeling that if you were separated from this space or if someone turned off the power, that would be bad for you. Is she actually hearing it or is she feeling that or understanding it? I think it's more of an intuitive understanding. Minnie, how can we help you? She's going to start pawing the best she can at your face, which is probably just <laughs> smearing her own blood over it. Uh, and apparently the walls are saying this, the broken latch on my front door lock. <laughs> <laughs> which I'd appreciate having done sooner rather than later. Thank you. Oh, my God. Minnie's coming on to me. <laughs> Wait, how would you ever think that? Because she wants me to service her broken latch on the front. Cece, this is what got you into trouble the one and only time you've been with a woman, so... It's because he couldn't find the latch on the front door lock. The, the key was too small. <laughs> it didn't, didn't fit. 
He hadn't really ever studied a doorknob before, and he didn't know where everything was. I couldn't make contact with the tumblers. It was... <laughs> but it was an old lock. It was so dry. And, uh, it... <laughs> well, that's why well, you can't just try to barge in the door. You have to warm the door up. <laughs> it was winter time. Uh... <sighs> oh, I... What were we doing? <laughs> What do you think she means? Why is she speaking in metaphors? You know how many talks has the factory? Maybe the factory is talking through many. So you don't even think this is Minnie's personality. Let's ask the factory something only Minnie would know. Hey, factory, does Minnie love her husband? <laughs> the walls respond, I don't. See? <laughs> Uh, okay. Minnie, which band member do you dislike the most? Please say Jackson. Don't forget, Minnie, I gave you that half Twinkie wrapped in its original packing. It was still good. <laughs> the oven will not heat up, yes. But the pilot light is lit. Man, everything is a sex thing. <laughs> no, Minnie's looking for sex right now. I don't feel comfortable with that because Minnie's the factory and I wouldn't even know where to start. Cece, do you really think she's looking for sex right now? She's broken in 47 places. The oven's not hot, but the pilot is lit. You don't think that's sex? It's a metaphor. You... You're a lyricist, Blaine. Yeah, but everything is not fucking, okay? And also the oven not being hot means... Not in the mood. Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but the pilot's lit. I think it's just... <laughs> she's looking for some romance first. That just means she's practicing basic oven safety. <laughs> you have a pilot like, Come on. <laughs> How do we get Minnie back to Minnie? Do you think we could put her in one of these machines and it would, uh, like, bond with her? Ooh. Brain clip. <laughs> <laughs> it would kind of like meld with her broken mind. Oh, let's give Minnie one of the uh, painkillers. We just pop it in there. Okay, that's the first good idea you've had in like three months. What about the the song that I tapped out the other day? You told me... Mm, they said what they said. You told me you really liked the ethereal... Vibes of socialism. Wow. Ethereal <laughs> vibes of socialism. I need that as a band t-shirt. I liked it, CC, but you weren't exactly having an idea. You were just vibing. I know you like to give credit to the computers for all my work. If you keep using those computers, they're going to take your work away from you one day, CC. You're just training them to take over your art. No, they can't do art. Computers can't do creative work. <laughs> They're going to take all the stupid jobs that nobody wants. We are building our way towards Robotopia. <laughs> <laughs> NFT, Bonnie. Nice fucking try. All right. That's not even a saying. <laughs> We're creators, Blaine. <laughs> we need to save Minnie. Minnie saved this band when Jackson abandoned us. We don't talk about Jackson. While this conversation is going on around you, Minnie, 
You are gaining a better awareness of, of the factory, and you don't necessarily know what it's designed to make, but you are getting a better idea of where some of the blockages in the process are, or some of the things that perhaps just need to be cleared in order to get things moving again. Obviously, you can't necessarily do that yourself, because your little meat puppet thing is broken, but I think there are three other meat puppets around who might be able to do some basic repairs and make things function again. Oh my god, Minnie's gonna kill us all. We should do that. Meat Puppets is a cool band name. (laughs) (laughs) Just so I I have clarity here, her head's rolling around, her eyes are unfocused, but she just inherently knows that there are certain parts of the machine that could be either cleaned out or filtered better. There are things that could be done to make this more efficient. Well, to get it working properly again, it's not quite working at the moment. There are a few things that haven't been maintained that were perhaps damaged during the fire. Hmm. The fire should have done a lot more damage than it did, but it it didn't really in the end. And it wouldn't take much to get all this working again. But yeah, you as as the factory, as the machines, can't fix yourself. It's like when you were trapped in that broken meat body. Mm-hmm. When there was something wrong there, you had some idea of what it was through pain or discomfort or things feeling weird. And you perhaps knew how to fix it or knew that you'd had to go to someone to fix it. It's a bit like that. You can just feel the little aches and pains around this this other self. She's always been a fixer. <laughs> Is she being held or is she on the ground right now? Did CC drop her? <laughs> yes, because I almost stepped on you. Is it stepped on or stepped in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to grab Paw at CC's ankle. And mm. once she has her attention, she is going to point at a breaker box on the far end. And she, the walls around her are going to say, the gate. The gate. What? What is she talking about? Bonnie? She slaps your foot harder. She's pulling at your ankle and she's pointing at that breaker box mm-hmm. and she just keeps repeating the gate. Look, she's pointing at it, you dumb shit. Does she want us to flip breakers? Yeah, Minnie. Sure. Is it safe? Cool. I'm going to go over <laughs> there and try to flip the breaker. <laughs> and she hates you. Is there anything in this breaker that she has identified? Like, if these switches go on, this will get the the machine more juice, more power. Oh, absolutely, yes. I was picturing, like, just one of those big switches, like... (laughs) Oh, no, there's a whole row of knife switches. Can I drag her body over there so she can point more precisely? That's a great mental image. You'll probably damage it a bit more, but that's not really important at this stage, is it? Not to many, but maybe a little bit to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to be delicate. That's all I'm saying. I think then give me a strength roll to see how well you can move her. Oh, Jesus. Let's see what kind of strength we gave my 70 pound character. 30. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) There goes her shoulder. Uh, 59 and, ooh, that's a lot of luck. 
Do it. <laughs> She's not a big person, but you're not a strong one, so... Uh-huh. I think I'm just going to attempt to be delicate and fail this. The rest of you can see CC, CCC. <laughs> trying to drag Minnie across the ground and just getting redder in the face as he's failing to move her. What are you doing? Well, she, she was trying to point something out on, on this breaker box and I, I couldn't really, you know, from that distance, I don't know what switches she's pointing to. What if we went over there, one of us goes over there and stands by the switches and you let Minnie direct you and tell me what she's saying? She was just pointing, though, if she was telling me, like, a grid. Why don't two of us together carry her over there? God, why am I the brains of this outfit? Oh. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, both of you, your, your hands and your finger dexterity is so important. I didn't want you to have to do this kind of labor. Oh, I'll help you. I'll supervise. <laughs> Thank you, Blaine. That's noble. Oh, what are we doing? Are we pushing with your strength? Yeah, I think so. So Blaine's strength has got to be better than 30, right? I've got a 70. Okay, so you can make the roll this time. And zero two, yes. Wow. It's all the drugs. <laughs> I just toss her, casually toss her like a frisbee over to the other side of the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the soft landing like a frisbee too. Get the air right under her. I love that. On a zero two, you could move her over there gently if you wanted. <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah. We're we're going we're going real nice and breezy over to the box. Okay, what do I do? Thanks, Blaine. That did help a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Have you tried milk with breakfast? I hear that makes you strong. <laughs> I drink a glass of milk every day. That's my sustenance. Okay, but do you do it Bowie style with a bunch of red pepper? <laughs> Have you tried eating solid food? No. That explains your heroin chic aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Minnie, do you want to point again or just tell us which switches to hit? The finger is pointing up and she just keeps repeating the gate, the gate, the gate. And if there are like two breakers that are on the off position at the bottom, she's pointing at those two. Mm. To kick those back over to on. The gate? You mean the ones that are off, Minnie? You want us to turn the off on? Is she talking about like a noise gate? Because that's not really our style. <laughs> Two deliriously unfocusable <laughs> eyes roll back into her head as she looks over at Bonnie, who she is convinced that they are their only hope. And she's pointing mm. at the breaker box going, the gate! Blaine registers this and then goes to flip them on. And you go and you flip them on. There is a spark and the breaker box shudders. And certainly the, the timbre and the whole tenor of the movement and the factory shifts and changes. It's, it's like it's ratcheted up a few gears. The machines are singing louder now. And there's the sound of the conveyor belt it's graunching, but it's beginning to move like it's overcoming some of the rust and the damage. It's still not quite there, and you can still feel the pain and the stiffness in certain areas, Minnie, but it is slowly coming closer and closer to life. That seemed to work, Blaine. Good job. 
It scared the shit out of Blaine. The sounds it's making now, the sounds it's making, these are sounds that you're not just hearing, but you're feeling. You're feeling them in your organs. You're feeling them in your bones. They're vibrating parts of your brain in such a way that you're not quite sure you're even seeing straight anymore. Maybe your vision's blurred, or maybe it's clearer than it's ever been before. But everything just seems different. And I think I do want sanity rolls off. Maybe not off Minnie, but uh, certainly off the other three of you. Yes. <laughs> Blaine hard successed that. <laughs> I also hard successed that. <laughs> I failed with a 90. I'm like, oh, I haven't felt like this since I saw Coil live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is five points of sanity. Oh, nice. Uh-oh. The rest of you can see CC's... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Every character from now on. The rest of you can see CC's <laughs> eyes just go unfocused in a very similar way that Minnie's. Again, there's that that feeling that the, the other two of you get that he's, he's almost singing along with the noises the factory's making. Can you give me that intelligence roll, please? Yeah, somehow my int is high, so. <laughs> Hard success. Hard success. Oh, 26 <laughs> is definitely a hard success. So, you get five points of Cthulhu Mythos. Yay. Ooh, lovely. Dope. Hey! You can hear many singing in the wires all around you. This factory... Yeah, it's her, but it's something else now as well. And you can feel that yeah, it's definitely coming alive, that it's got purpose, that it wants to create again. Particularly in an industrial town like Detroit that's in decline and you're seeing the, the factories closing down, it's very easy to not see manufacturing as a creative process. Maybe there's part of you that sees it as the antithesis of creativity, but now, now you can feel that the factory is being moved by the same creative urge that drives you. Oh. It wants to make beautiful things. It wants to make things that will change the world. It's literally industrial. <laughs> oh yes yeah let's do this but i'm not in the machine right i'm not part of it like minnie is no you're not that lucky she's been accepted by it. it it's taken her in but you're just watching from the outside i need to get in the machine on the other hand you are having a bout of madness uh-huh here we go I think at this stage, yeah, you just have that flash of realization, though perhaps it is that brief connection with Minnie, of what the other parts around here are that are broken, or the, the machines that just need that additional bit of care, the little bits that are holding up the assembly line. Yeah, you just get that flash of where they all are in your mind, and... I mean, that's why you came here, isn't it? To fix it, to get it all working again. Yeah, that's why Blaine found this place. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to work as fast as I can. And I might even delegate if I think Blaine and Bonnie can help. I'm like, quick, you do this. I'll do, I'll take care of this part. One of us needs to get under that one machine that had the, the deformed rats and clean that out and make sure that all the connections are clean. Well, that sounds like a really good job for someone who doesn't have to keep their fingers as nimble and dexterous as the other two of us do. I want to go experience the rats. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure you want to volunteer before you hear the other jobs? (laughs) I want to experience the rats. It'll inspire me. Yeah. The walls echo legend. (laughs) Yes. I want to experience the rats, Cece. Let me do it. Legend. You should do that. I didn't have the courage to do it earlier. And one of us needs to lubricate the uh, the conveyor belts. I'm very good with lubrication, so I'll do that. I want to do both. No. <laughs> that was the firmest boundary I've heard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that there's a sound that doesn't fit with the aura of the factory. It's probably Mm. coming from some gears that aren't turning. Yeah, it's coming from one of the machines. There's one of the larger machines. There's a big hatch on it that looks like it could be opened from the outside. And there's certainly something inside that you know is just wrong. Okay, I'll take the hatch. Bonnie, you're taking lubricants. And Blaine... I want the rats. You're doing the rats and the wiring. Okay, I think we've got it. Uh, Minnie, does this all sound okay? The walls echo out a crisp (laughs) high five. Crisp high five. Crisp high five. We feel the high five in our organs. Mm. (laughs) Okay, Minnie's in. Let's do it. I don't know what you're going to use as lubricant, but you'll figure it out. And you are coming out of the bout of madness at this stage. It was quite a short one, but whether that makes any change to how you're perceiving this is entirely up to you. If I'm coming out of it, I think I'm going to kind of let them do their tasks first. I'm going to move slowly (laughs) as they're accustomed to. Bane eagerly walks over to the... uh... Bane? (laughs) You merely adopted the industrial music. I was born in it, raised in it. Molded by it. Come with me. I'm going under the machine to catch the rats and then I'll play my theremins. <laughs> so, Blaine. Blaine's bitch ass walks over to the. <laughs> and crawls under the thing and starts flicking rats corpses with his big giant six foot five inch paw it's not so much clearing the the dead rats out from underneath it's removing the ones that are actually stuck in the gears yummy that's going to involve grabbing hold of bits of them perhaps even risking your fingers Mm -hmm. getting them in there and dragging these these misshapen broken lumps of fur and bone out so Blaine still has one of the tools from earlier on him. It is metal, correct? It is. So he's reaching up into the gears, and he's trying to pry a gear. Then I would like a mechanical repair roll, I think, here. 
No, I didn't put any into that. So let me see if I've got something else it, that I might ask for. Is that okay? <laughs> you can ask all you want. <laughs> Ooh, can I use throw to maybe throw the tool and bounce it off the gear appropriately, like a throw and strength combo roll? Like, can I parlay that into knocking a gear loose and the, the machine eating up all the dead rats and it being fine? <laughs> You can absolutely throw your tools at the dead rats if you want. I just don't think it'll do anything other than clutter up the space under the machine with tools. Shit. Okay. I still want the mechanical repair roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am spending luck. Wow. I got an 11. Sucker. And I have 10. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, you managed to get the screwdriver in there, and without losing any fingers or damaging the gears, you managed to get these bits of dead rat out. A few of them are sucked into the works and crumbled down as, as dust and detritus afterwards. But, yes, these gears start moving and the conveyor belt starts juddering a bit more. Well, once it's been greased up, yeah, that should be all it needs. Okay, so he's now scooping all the rest of the dead rats from the bottom out from under, and he gets up and pronounces that he is done and makes a grand theremin motion to celebrate <laughs> like Bill and Ted would with electric guitars, but he does it with theremin. <laughs> yes! Ah. Blaine always finishes first. <laughs> <laughs> So Bonnie was going to try to lubricate the the conveyor belt. Yes, they're very good with their fingers. The only thing that you'll need to do here is actually try to find some suitable grease around the place. Mm. So let's just put that down to a spot hidden roll then to search the place and find something that you can use to grease these gears. I was hoping for a luck roll, but neither would have worked because it's a 77. Oof. Push. Yeah, it's difficult finding anything around here. I mean, partly because it's been looted a bit, but mostly because this has been abandoned for a while. Can I push it with Minnie's blood? I've read enough Stephen King to know that things always go well when you put blood into machinery. <laughs> uh -huh. I'll tell you what, if you're going to use Minnie's blood, I'll give you a bonus die. Oh, wow. This isn't going to be a spot-hidden roll, then. Let's put this down to a dex roll to get the blood in the right place. So, oh, that is a 13 under 80. Okay, so that is an extreme success. So, yeah, you've managed to scoop up some of Minnie's blood, and happily there is plenty of it around. Uh, she does still mm -hmm. seem to be bleeding, which makes it easier as well. And, yeah, you've managed to gather some of that up and drip it into the right places in the gears. And the, the gears almost do seem to be drinking it in. It's not just like it's lubricating it, but it almost seems to be energizing them. Waste not, want not. It's not like we can put the blood back in many, so. <laughs> cool, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that lyric was fucking metal. CC does see Bonnie picking up the blood and pouring it into the machine and just looking very chill about it. <laughs> Do we need to roll sanity? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is she doing? 
I imagine the best way of doing it is with a rag and just soaking it up and then just mm-hmm. kind of wringing the rag into the gears. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I think CC is going to have this realization that he uses a lot of blood capsules in their performances and Bonnie's like the real deal. So there's some jealousy happening. And that just leaves CC's little task. Shit. Bonnie's not fucking around. I better do this. Yeah, I'm going to try to open that hatch and finish the job. It does seem to be rusted a bit. And you think for a moment that you're going to have to perhaps ask someone else for help because it is stuck. But yeah, you hit the catch properly and you realize, yeah, this this is almost like a car door that's opening up. And inside, you can see this hollow space with these gears and wires and this thing that looks almost like a large vertical cradle or something like that. And there is the withered husk of a human corpse in there. Oh! Yeah. Oh, was not expecting that. Okay. I think I found the problem. <laughs> I think let's have a sand roll for that as you're looking at this mummified corpse. Yeah. And I failed with a 79. Ha. <laughs> you only lose three sand this time. But I think the rest of you sees CC back away and just sit down heavily in all the the debris in amongst all these these now moving conveyor belts all around Mm. the fuck i don't think i can do it a purpose in life holy shit a purpose in life oh my god it's like the movie lucas when they're like fucking pumping him up at this stage, it's not just the wall that's saying that. It's it's the conveyor belts, it's all the machines, it's everything around you, even the buzzing and the lights. <laughs> but not the body in the machine, right? No, not the body in the machine. That's dead. Okay. All right. Uh, this is my purpose in life? What the fuck? I thought it was to get my Commodore to sing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Blaine! I might need a hand over here with this uh, obstruction. (laughs) Blaine is hype because of the job he just did and runs over to (laughs) Cece. Okay. And yeah, you see this mummified body inside this cavity in this machine. Again, let's have a sand roll off you. We are fine with it. I got a six. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, someone's dead in there. Could I roll either Cthulhu Mythos or Occult to see if, like, this body was put here intentionally or if it's an accident? You don't need to roll that because you can see now looking at it, this body you thought initially perhaps was wedged in the machinery. It's not. Looking at it, the cavity that's in this machine looks like it's designed to hold a body. Now that you're looking at it, you can see all these wires connected into the mummified flesh. Would I have an inkling that the body's been depleted of its energy at this point? Or am I not insane enough for that? 
I'll tell you what, you give me, I guess, a Cthulhu Mythos role, a science biology role if you've got it. Actually, I'll say even a natural world role. Uh, is Blaine looking over with him? Yeah. Yeah, natural world's going to be a 10 is my best. Can Blaine see all the wires into the body? Yep. Okay. Blaine's idea is is kind of like eventual. It's more of like a, like, I want to use the wiring and and put the theremin to use on and make an instrument out of him <laughs> because I think that that's where the singing's coming from. I think I would I would spend a shitload of luck to get there. 43 points of luck. Jesus Christ. Okay. Then, yeah, looking at this and the residues in the machine and the wires and so on, Maybe, yes, maybe the wires did take something out of it, but you're actually fairly certain, looking at this, that the mummification of the body is a natural process that went on over time. Mm. But I think on that success, you are fairly certain that the person was alive when they were sealed in here. Okay. And connected up to the machine. And I think that is worth another sand roll. Okay. Minnie, I don't know what to do here. Oh, I did pass that one with a hard success. Okay. Minnie, I don't know what to do. Uh, there's a body in here. You know how you pointed to the breakers? Could you, like, wave your arm or something and tell us how to fix this? Minnie points a thumb at her chest and says, I wasn't alive for the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I thought this was Minnie's favorite decade, though. <laughs> uh, it's about to be. <laughs> hey, everybody, I think Minnie wants us to put her, put her in there, but I'm not doing that. That's gross. She wants to be part of the machine, man. She's She's given in to industrialization and to hierarchies, and she just wants to be a cog in a machine. I'll do it. She wants to be a part of it. She's fully admitting that she loves her music. Do you hear it? I'm not sure I follow you, but I never do, Blaine. <laughs> She's in industrial. She's in it. She wants to be it. This would kill her or something. I don't know. If she's not dead already. <sighs> I wasn't alive for the 80s. Well, you were alive for part of it, and then... No. <laughs> she wasn't alive for the the 80s. That's all the 80s. Oh, do you mean like her 80s? Like she didn't reach 80 years old? Blaine wants to roll strength to drop her in the machine. And Bonnie is helping, so... You're going to frisbee her into the machine? <laughs> I don't think I need to roll for this. If you're uh -huh. disconnecting the mummified corpse from there and then placing the the rather broken form of Minion there. You can just do that. Okay. Minnie is bleeding as you're putting her in there, and th you can hear bones, broken bones, rubbing against each other, and again, these graunching sounds. There are times where you know, you're, you're trying to 
get her to sit or stay in place and you realize her spine's broken and Oof. yeah it's just getting the bits to sit where they should is tricky oh. but what helps you is when the wires start snaking out of the machine and drilling into her flesh <gasps> and supporting her like marionette strings the machine is helping it's like an episode of star trek <laughs> <laughs> I think this calls for sand rolls off everyone, and especially Minnie for this, as perhaps she realises the full implications of that double zero that she rolled earlier. I got a nine. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> I failed by one. <laughs> and how about Minnie? Minnie succeeded. Wow. Maybe Minnie has accepted this. Even though, yeah, you are perhaps realizing that while you did tap into something outside your yourself and while you briefly connected with it, what is going into that machine now? What is getting connected to these wires? What is becoming part of the machine now? That is the real you. It is. You said her back was broken. It's her back because it's no longer our back. It's not my back. You said her back was broken. She was never going to walk again. Mm. She was never going to live again. This is freeing her. She sees the path now. She just has to surrender. Carol Ann? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, CC loses another five points of sand as he sees the machine beginning to consume many i'm past my 12 for the temporary insanity cc hop into the machine with me at this point yeah <laughs> oh fantastic maybe maybe then you can help the machine perhaps in places yeah it just needs someone to guide the wires through to places like eyes and ears and nostrils <gasps> where it can insert the wires more easily than just drilling through bone. Hey, hey everyone, uh, Minnie works just like a TR-808. I think I can, I can make the connections. <laughs> do it, CC. Wire her in. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> so gross. It's <laughs> terrible. Minnie, at this stage, yeah, you are becoming more and more connected with your broken human physical form you're losing that connection with the with the larger factory but at the same time the factory is now connecting with you in a very direct and a very bloody way as these wires are drilling through your eyes and your ears and into your brain this is temporary <laughs> we're so close <laughs> Minnie, if you're okay give us a nice little smile <laughs> oh, maybe you can manage a rictus grin. <laughs> the walls bleat one last time. Take on me. <laughs> <laughs> and then just slowly, sadly, I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, you can hear 
the machines are all singing beautifully now. They're in harmony with each other. Ah! <laughs> yeah, the discordant <laughs> grinding and so on is gone. This is now, it's not even choral, it's almost angelic. The way that they're all working together perfectly in harmony. It's pop music. Oh, no, no, it's, it's not even pop music. This is the music of the spheres. And it is beginning to create. It's beginning to make something. You're not sure what yet, but it is beginning to make something. What, what's everyone doing? I'm watching Minnie to see if she reanimates or something. Her body is twitching spasmodically as these these wires are drilling further and further into her brain. But beyond that, no. Okay. Blaine climbs back over and runs over to the theremin and is trying to immediately start jamming with the entity. Yeah, Bonnie's got their uh, bass out. This is too perfect right now, the music, so they need to add some some discord to make it right. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> Remember, Bonnie, match the anti-harmony. You know how to do it. Use those delicate fingers. <laughs> I think Cece is slowly accepting this performance, and he has this thought, maybe it's the bout of madness, Mm. But he's wondering if maybe the purpose here is that Sam's voice from the vocal synth might be Minnie's voice, if this works. Oh, yeah. Oh. Maybe, yeah. Maybe what you need to do is connect it all up. Yeah, give me either an electronics, electrical repair, or I'll even accept computer use role at this stage. This will be a uh, electrical repair. Uh, um, <laughs> do I have 27 luck left? I don't think I do. Can I push the roll? Push the roll. Push the roll. Oh. And the problem is, the wires that are snaking out, they're just going straight into mini. Every time you try to pull one of them away to connect it up to your Commodore, mm. yeah, it's, it's just pulling away, and it seems to be just seeking flesh rather than your circuitry oh yeah <laughs> can i route it through myself oh shit <laughs> i want to route the wire through my own body and then into the to the synth let's go full tetsuo here go on yeah <laughs> way to elevate your performance anything for a good show anything for a good show it's a metaphor for how capitalism has industrialized the music industry and literally <laughs> turned it into an industry, and you have to literally give your own flesh and blood to be plugged in and succeed. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I passed by two points. 48 under 50. Oh, thank Yes. Fantastic. Well, I think because you are in a bout of madness here, then yes, you are now part of this circuitry. Mm -hmm. You're now wired into the factory. You're now wired into what's left of Minnie. You can hear perhaps just the screaming remnants of her brain and her thoughts echoing around inside the factory. Oh, shit. You're connected into your Commodore 64 and the voice synthesizer there. And what's coming out of it at the other end is just the last screams of Minnie's dying mind. 
And it sounds beautiful. <laughs> it's like a brain clit orgasm. Yeah. Hey, you finally made a woman come. Good for you. What? <laughs> what? Burn him down. Uh. <laughs> hey, literally, you gave her a little death. So. <laughs> destroying. Jesus. These are two podcasters destroying right now. <laughs> As you all play along with this and become part of the music, you can see the conveyor belt moving around the factory. And what is moving along on the belt, you can see, is 12-inch vinyl discs. Just a stream of them moving along. God, we're too mainstream. Oh no, you sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you can see the labels in the center. Each one of them is stamped Brain Clit Orgasm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Blaine is seeing this and knows somehow that Cece's soul is getting pumped into this music and somehow it's going to make this music shared with everyone and it's going to surpass Blaine. And the jealousy of him trying to separate from his family and everything just finally starts coming out. He sees what Cece did. He grabs his theremin. He goes over and cuts himself open and just assumes the creed arms wide open position and hopes that the machine starts to eat him. <laughs> can I roll for that? <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> Let's have a power roll then to see whether Blaine can connect on a spiritual level with the machine. Oh, and I failed it. I'm going to push the roll. Push. Plug in, Blaine. Plug in. How are you going to push the roll? You can't be rejected by a machine. Come on now. No, I'm going to take the cables that connect the theremin to the, like the, the frequency modulate, the, the two parts of the theremin together. I'm going to pull one out mm. and start to thread it through my body. Making yourself the antenna. Mm. I'm hoping the other wires see this and understand what I'm telling it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Hell yeah. A hard success. Then, yeah, I think it's the wailing sounds that your body is now producing as the theremin field runs through you. And... The factory can feel the electromagnetic field that you're generating now and the music that it's making. And yes, the cables snake out from the machine and start bringing you into it. And you can hear, or at least Bonnie can hear, the sound now echoing through Blaine, through his twitching body with the wires running through, more and more of them snaking out, entering into his body, some of them through orifices, some of them straight through the flesh. As, yes, he is consumed as well, becoming part of the song. Come on, Bonnie. Bonnie does not want to be part of any machine physical literal metaphorical whatsoever uh -huh. like that is the antithesis 
they rage against the machine. <laughs> and so they will keep playing to create these disharmonies because they also hate harmonic music, but they're not going to join a machine. And if it looks like the machine is snaking out dendrils towards it, yeah, then Bonnie will leave. But they're just like, you're not the boss of me. I'll work with you, but you are not going to work me. No, what happens is over the course of the next... You're not quite sure how long. It might be half an hour. It might be several hours. But the wires, the machine, you can see it consuming your bandmates until what's left is is little more than desiccated flesh and skin over bone. The music over time winds down. You can still hear the innate music of the machines. But... The music that is coming out of CC and out of Blaine and even out of Minnie dies with their physical forms. And eventually you're, you're just playing your bass, accompanying the sound of just machines. Bonnie's going to occasionally bring in a body or two whenever they need a new song. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, that's so dope. <laughs> and what are you doing with the discs that the machine has made? Well, they're going to pass the discs out free, but to certain people in the underground scene, just like to get them to hear what kind of music you can make when you just let go of your chains. Oh god, yes. <laughs> but that that's the thing. I mean, the music these pressings are a huge hit on the underground scene. They're played at industrial clubs. They're played at goth clubs. They're played at even some of the, the new raves that have been starting up around town. They find their way, even though you're not distributing the discs, they're onto college radio. And you find yourself, before you know it, getting A&R men from major labels turning up at your door offering you contracts for high-watering amounts of money. And they all get the finger, double finger, in it for the music, not the money. Music should be free. And then maybe there are imitators that come out after you. And they usually end up in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lucky ones do end up becoming part of the real music. The other ones, well... I think we've all heard enough bands like those. Bonnie looks for the ones who have some semblance of real talent <laughs> and says, you don't want to be just imitating. It's a, a pale copy what you're doing. Let me show you how the real stuff is done. And then they find out. Yeah. You show them how the sausage is made by turning them into sausage. Bonnie just goes on living in their tiny apartment that they used to share with Valerie and going out at night doing things that probably people don't want to know about and making music on the side and occasionally disappearing musicians and cops and other people who just, they really need to have some use in life. They might as well make good music. And on that cheerful note, shall we leave Bonnie there creating art? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there.